I'm glad I launched. So for anybody who's thinking about doing a podcast, in my experience, like, again, if you're like me, I wasn't somebody that could figure it out beforehand. I had to start doing it because my podcast, I've already tweaked it three episodes in. Like, first, it's like, you know, about the personal lives of pets, you know, and now it's, it's more about like about the pets, but also about how they make our lives better. Hello and welcome to the Grow Your Side Hustle podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow a side hustle into a second stream of income or a full-time gig. I'm your host, Jennifer Roland-Cadiente. Today we're joined by Chi-Chi Enu, who runs a podcast and an online store, both called Chi-Chi's Furry Friends, about pets. She does this in addition to a nine-to-five full-time job. So she's going to talk to us about how she manages all of that together. Welcome to, to the podcast today, Chi-Chi. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So you are working a full-time nine-to-five gig and doing a podcast about pets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how you make that work together. Well, uh, planning, planning, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> planning, because I'm not somebody that does well with like little sleep. I, you know, I've uh-huh. heard that, you know, people, they stay up late and they, that does not work for me. If I stay up late me for neither. too many days in a row, right? I get sick. <laughs> My body's like, yeah. no, I'm too old for this. No, stop it. Yes. So, <laughs> so yes. Um, so planning. Um, so my job, I just started my job actually um, about a month ago. It's in person, um, which yes. I wasn't looking for really, but it's a government <laughs> job, which I'm, so on the one hand, I'm like, yes, a government job. The other hand, I'm like, ah, in person, mostly I, yeah. I yeah. work from home Fridays. Yeah. Right. But what I, and it's a long commute. So it's so interesting. So I got this long commute and I'm like, oh my God, I won't be able to work on my podcast. Like, oh my God, I will be exhausted. But actually what happens is that I've been editing during the commute. It's a train commute. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. And so I edit on my iPad. So I download my, um, because you know, my podcast, Chi Chi's Furry Friend Show is a video and audio podcast. And so I download the, 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 the video, the, the materials onto my iPad. Um, so it's sitting on my iPad pad and I don't need internet. And then my um, editing software, I use Video Leap and I edit on my iPad. And that's what I'm doing for a lot of the times during my commute or I'll post on social media and stuff like that. Right. So it's actually, because I get up early, I get up at 4.45 just so I can get to the train. And But it actually helps me because I'm like, it helps me to have external accountability. I'm just that kind of Mm -hmm. person. And I'm not going to get up at 445 to work on my podcast. Like I, even though I want, like, I'm just not the one, I'm not not the one, but to get on a train, like to make sure I'm doing what I need to do to get on the train. I'm a good, I'm going to do it. So it's, it's been working out really nicely, even though it's like quite intense, but it's been working out. Um, So I'm up to episode three of my podcast because I didn't launch, you know, I launched it September 15th. And, um, and yeah, the the commute is helping me. The commute helps me and the structure of the nine to five. And, and actually how I came into this was I, you know, was trying to do a full-time business thing. And I will talk more about that. That's my pet sitting business. But what happened was I learned about myself. When I have too much time, I will waste it. I will waste it. Yeah. That's just how I am. Like, it's kind of 
I wouldn't say embarrassing, but it's kind of like, oh, like I wish I was that person who was like, I get up at 4 a.m. and I work from four to this, blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. Um, so I'm somebody that needs the external accountability and structure and actually less time. So the less time I have, the more efficient I will be with my time. That's yeah, just- that can be one of the hardest lessons that people learn once they grow their side hustle into their full-time thing, because then they don't have that 40 hour a week job to really force them to be precise. I know I struggled with that when I first started freelancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good that you know that about yourself. Yeah, it was, it was a huge gift. You know, I, you know, the way I, cause I got laid off from my regular job two years, my job two years ago. So it's not like I quit to start the business, but right. You know, I, but I, I, um, but I learned, I was like, Oh, not only do I love a steady paycheck, um, uh-huh. the structure is really helpful. So I've told myself if like my side hustle actually grows, I probably would still need to work part-time because I just need yeah. somebody to say, be here <laughs> at this mm-hmm. time. That's just how I am, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that you were laid off Mm -hmm. and that's what caused you to to start that other side hustle. So tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about how that came about. Of course. So I, uh, so yeah, I got laid off in um, November, 2020 unexpectedly. And Mm -hmm. I'd always wanted to start a business. My family's very entrepreneurial. Like um, even though my brothers have day jobs, they have businesses. Um, My parents, you know, my dad is a doctor, but he still has, he owns his own practice. My mom runs his practice. They also have a hotel in Nigeria. Like it's like, it's like business, 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 (laughs) you know? So I've always wanted to do something in that vein. So when I got laid off, I had the, you know, the happy circumstance of, you know, the severance. And then I was able to get unemployment and then it was a pandemic. So I, cause I, I called the DC unemployment and I was like, I am not looking for another job. Like, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to like, it's, there's no job search requirement because of the pandemic. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So, um, so that worked out. And then also my wife, um, um, was it was able to support me and as well so she was like go for it let's see so I was in this mm-hmm. happy place and I you know I love pets we have two dogs two Yorkshire Terriers named Rex and Roxy and um Rex features heavily on my podcast Roxy's yeah. a little bit more finicky but <laughs> um but anyway so um we have two dogs and you know I love pets and um I've always wanted to think I've I started thinking about oh what what it would be like to be a dog walker, something that I had thought about before to be a pet sitter. Uh-huh. And so I decided to explore it and to start this business. And I, you know, I, so I went for it and, and I learned some more about myself, you know, in addition to the lessons I told, told you, I learned that I love, I love being with the animals, which is, I kind of already knew, but I also learned that I did not have the tolerance for unpredictability that pet sitting oh, yeah yes it's, you know like t- pet sitters are amazing but it's pretty unpredictable at least it was during the pandemic maybe it's less right. predictable now that people are back in the office but it was pretty unpredictable because a lot of people were working from home so there was a lot of ad hoc requests uh-huh. and then so I I didn't have structure back to the structure I didn't have structure in my schedule I didn't always know what I was doing from week to week which some people love. It's like spontaneity, you know, for me, (laughs) no, (laughs) Uh no, I want to be cool and spontaneous. Oh, use me. 
That's okay. You just got excited. That's yes, okay. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> I gesture a lot. <laughs> um, I want to be cool and spontaneous, but no, that is not, that doesn't work for me. So I didn't have yeah. the tolerance for the unpredictability and the stamina required to really do pet sitting. Like it takes a lot of stamina to make real money, you know, um, right. at least. And I did not have the stamina. I would have a couple of clients, you know, and then I'm like, well, I'm tired. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you know, it's a physical job. I'm used to yeah. having brain stamina, like using my mind, but my body, it's like after about an hour or two, I'm done, <laughs> I'm done mm-hmm. yeah. using my body. So. <laughs> another lesson. So, so I took, I did it for about a year and I just started uh-huh. to see, yeah, this is not what I want to be doing. Um, I loved my clients. I met some great people. I loved my pet clients. Oh, of I just course. wanted to be with them, <laughs> but yeah, the whole making money part and all the stuff I talked about, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't a good fit. And then my own dog started getting mad, like particularly Roxy, yeah. she would bark every time. <laughs> I would, I would, she would, she would be like, start barking every time I would pick up my, you know, my pet sitting gear, my jacket. And I didn't, I wasn't able to pay as much attention to them. So I didn't like that either. Yeah. Yeah. Missing family holidays because I'm working holidays. I didn't like that either. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really one of the things about a service business like that Mm -hmm. is that you're helping people on holidays, vacations, you know, weekends, all the times that you typically would be home with your family. Exactly, exactly. And which is why I think people who do those types of businesses, jobs are amazing. You know, that is a huge mm-hmm. service that they do, um, including a lot of medical professionals. A lot of them also Yeah. Work. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it wasn't for me, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how did you start to ramp it down? Oh, that is a very good question. Um, So I basically, like once I had the awareness about, you know, I I really got clear that, no, this is not what I wanted to be doing. You know, luckily for me, I didn't have, like, I had a lot of, like a decent amount of clients, but again, because of the pandemic, I didn't have all these like constant requests, you know? So I think I had, I was on one like long-ish job so I finished that job and it, it was really a wonderful job. And I finished that like long-term where it was like several visits, um, it, like over, I think it was over 20. It was pretty cool um, for this dog named Bo. I love that dog. He was so cute. And, and then I just, I think I started just informing my clients. Like once I was clear, um, I started informing my clients um, of, of what the situation was. Now, like I said, because I didn't have any like, long standing like every Tuesday, every Wednesday, it was easier. Now, if I had had those kinds, that would have been tricky. You know, I would have um had to transition, you know, I would have felt that I needed to maybe find somebody else for them. Or and I did point out like general, like I, you know, I told them about general places they could find pet sitters. And Uh but I didn't have a specific person I I I pointed them to. I wanted to actually I wish I had had a specific person, but I did point them to you know, places where they were reputable and, and it wasn't like, it was where they could find 
independent pet sitters. Um, so because there's this like, for example, the National Capital Pet Sitters like Association and uh-huh. and, and on Barclay. So there's some places where you could find pet sitters and um, they could vet them. And those pet sitters are already vetted anyway to be part of the group. So, so yeah, so yeah, so I just, you know, slowly started informing them and I did get a few more jobs still, you know, there's some clients (laughs) who are like, well, can you, and I was like, okay, you know, and even even after I shut down the business and I actually have probably another job coming up in December from like a Uh client who's like, um, a friend of has become a friend of mine and, um, was my first client who didn't like know me already. So, Uh um, I was like, I'll help her out and her dog. Um, so so yeah, so that's how I started ramping down first, you know, I got clear myself and then I started letting people know, but I finished any jobs that I had, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. And actually there was somebody who had like a long standing job, but it was like long standing, but ad hoc, like he had uh-huh. prepaid me and oh, he wow. was like, you know, you know, he prepaid me and it's like kind of like whenever. So that was hard. You know, he was like, yeah. oh. And I really loved his dog. And um, and so, of course, I gave him his money back. I fully refunded him. And right. um, so so that was how he was. He was sad about it. And, you know, his dog is a sweet, sweet girl. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So how did you decide that a podcast was the way that you wanted to continue with your love of pets? You know, it's a very interesting the way it happened. It wasn't some profound realization. Um I'm not somebody who's like, you know, some of the, the books and the, the gurus, they're like, you know, really think about it and really write. And, you know, when I do uh-huh. that, I'm like, I don't know, like, yeah. <laughs> just how I am. I'm not like, I wish I was more like, if I really think about it, you know, I, I'm an right. external processor. So mm-hmm. I talk, I think as I talk, which is not always a good thing, but I think as I talk. <laughs> And I'm an experiential learner, you know, so I'm doing stuff and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, so, <laughs> I don't know. So, but anyway, the way it came up to answer your question, I um, was talking to somebody because so during the time I had my pet sitting business, I had also started an online store and it it originally started as um a way to just have some merch for my pet sitting business, but then I that was the idea. But then I was like, no, I converted it to be like its own online store. I got on Shopify and I use, um, it became a print on demand store. So I made some sales. And so I was doing the online store and then I was talking to someone. I was feeling like I need something. I'm not just, I can't just do an online store and like make money. Like I need to have something, (laughs) you know, something else, something creative. And I was talking to somebody and he in a coaching group that I was a part of, and he, you know, he, he just mentioned pretty ca- casually, why don't you have customers, you know, write something about their pets and put it on your website? And it was, it was just a short call. And I was like, oh, okay. And then after the call, I was like, why don't I just go one better and like interview people about their pets, you know? And then it was uh-huh. like, it spawned into this whole thing. And I was like, how am I not a podcaster? I love to talk. Like... <laughs> obviously so um yeah yeah so that's how it happened you know somebody made a suggestion and I just I was like I went with a, like uh-huh. a, a version a different version of the suggestion and and it's really perfect and podcasting it's it's a 
I do it in a remote way. So I don't have to like go from here to there and do all that stuff. I don't have to leave my house, <laughs> which yeah. is nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I do for my day job, but at least for my podcast, I can stay. I do remote podcasting. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And after, you know, work, taking the train and working yes. in an office, you get home. I don't want to go out again. Me too. Yes, exactly. Me too. I don't want to go anywhere. So yes, I, I started getting my groceries delivered all through oh, the pandemic. Too. I did not oh, yeah. do that. <laughs> I'm doing it now. <laughs> I know. So, well, yeah. with a long commute, yeah. you know, here on the West Coast, most of us are commuting in our cars because mm-hmm. our public transportation is not, not as reliable, effective, and useful as it is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So it's easy, you know, you, you, you drive from work, you stop at the store, you, then you come home and that's, a, that's easy. But with a train, mm-hmm. you would have to drive out again. So yes. I feel you on that. Yeah. Make a separate trip. And honestly, yeah. we moved from um, like downtown DC, not downtown, but like DC, like city to like uh-huh. Maryland, more suburbs. And we lived in the same building as a Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so we did. And now the Whole Foods is like 20, 30 minutes, which I know oh, yeah. like, you're West Coaster. You're like, whatever. Uh-huh. But for me, no. I'm like, I, I have to drive 20 <laughs> minutes. No, uh-huh. that's too far. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so do you I mean, still have the online store? I do. It's called Chi Chi's Furry Friends Store. I converted it to a merch store for the podcast. So Uh now, you know, so I'm wearing one of my shirts. It says pets are people too. And so I have, you know, I have t-shirts, I sell hoodies and also baby clothes and youth clothing. So cute. So cute. I'm hoping to eventually have dog and cat clothing, but I haven't been able to find like a good print on demand provider for that. I may just end up doing bandanas just to have something yeah. for the pets, you know, um, cause I want to have something for them. Yeah. 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 And as someone with very large dogs, mm-hmm. mine are 120 pounds a piece. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> most of the mass produced dog clothing wouldn't fit them anyway, but oh, a bandana, yeah. usually we can make it work. Okay. Okay. See, good to so, know. Yeah. So what are you, what are your dog's names? Uh, Thor and Nova. I love so Thor it. Is he's he'll be four in March, uh-huh. and Nova will be three in May of next year. I love it. So. What kind of dogs are they? Greater Swiss Mountain Dogs. Wow. So they're the black and red and white. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe she would she would join, but she just is laying down on the couch by me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mountain dogs are big. You know, I don't. They are think big. I'm- particular breed the greater swiss but like i know mm-hmm. mountain dogs are, are big dogs yeah. so. if you know the bernice mountain yes. dog yes I it's do. just a short hair version oh of them so love it love it so love very it. cute very, very fun very cute. sweet but very not cute. like a dog that you can just pick up and take somewhere with you <laughs> nope <laughs> like <a> nope <laughs> yes yes i was dancing with my with, with rex yesterday you can't do that yep I mean, no. I'm just holding me and dancing with them. You don't want to right. do that. With <laughs> no, no, no. My back is too old for that. Yes. <laughs> it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you know, that I, I just, I love that you take really a ready fire aim approach to what you're doing. 
because a lot of people do get stuck in the, the mm -hmm. writing and mm -hmm. like, is this going to be perfect? And you never will know if you don't yeah. take action until you, so take I love action. that you take action. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I'm glad I did. Cause I can definitely fall into analysis paralysis. You know, even mm -hmm. now I can still do that. Um, with my podcast, but I was like, I'm going to launch. Like, you know, I had recorded <laughs> some episodes and I had wanted to have all of them edited by the time I launched and it wasn't happening. I was like, launch. Right. <laughs> launch. Yeah. Just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get that. I get that. And I'm glad I launched. So for anybody who's thinking about doing a podcast in my experience, like, again, if you're like me, I wasn't somebody that could figure it out beforehand. I had to start doing it because my podcast, I've already tweaked it three episodes in. Like yeah. first it's like, you know, about the personal lives of pets, you know, and now it's it's more about like about the pets, but also about how they make our lives better. Like, it, you know, it's like, so it's mm -hmm. like already tweaked a little bit. So, you know, and I, I only can know that from doing it and being like, and learning as I go, you know? Yeah. 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 And Messy action is better than no action at all. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Because I think, Amen. you know, even, you know, the people who have been doing it for, you know, five, 10 years, they probably go back to those first few episodes and are like, you know, I wasn't where I really wish I had been when I started, but that's okay. Because yeah. they started and now they're in into it for years and doing it. So I agreed. Agreed. Yeah. In messy yeah. action. Have you yeah. ever heard the phrase, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly? I have, I cannot remember who said it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I love that phrase because it gets to the perfectionist person part of my, of me. Yeah, I know. And mm -hmm. I mean, that, that perfectionism will hold you back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so exactly. much more than anything else, I think. Exactly. So, In business, everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about just how you manage the scheduling around mm -hmm. your day job. What lessons from your day job that you have now or the one you had before are you using in your mm -hmm. podcasting? That's a very good question. I think like you know, with working, you know, and I don't know where I discovered this, but, you know, I'm trying to think because I, I, what I was wanted to say was that I use a Pomodoro timer at work, you uh -huh. know, a Pomodoro is like 25 minutes on five minutes off. And I'm trying to think like, do I do that with podcasting? Sometimes I think like, I might just show up and like time myself just to like, get, sit down and do some work, you know? Um, yeah. So I think I do do that sometimes because sometimes it's just hard to like sit there and do some work. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, but I think even more important than that actually is the idea of like, again, it's back to the external accountability. And I don't know that I learned this from work, but work is built in ex external accountability, you know, and it yeah. helps me to have somebody on the other end. So I actually started um, a podcast co-working group with other people to, you nice. know, just to, you know, schedule something and to have somebody on the other end, you know, and work, you know, is built in. So, you know, I'm more, I'm yeah. efficient at work because it's, it's very <laughs> built in external, you know, your boss, your yep. boss, all of that, you know, um, you'll get fired if you don't. <laughs> so it's all these things that help me. And so, finding ways to 
do that as a podcast is really important for me. And like I said, I don't, I really learned this more, not even, not from work, but really more from um, Gretchen Rubin's, Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies. I love mm-hmm. that book, you know? So she talks about there are four tendencies that people are, and one is, um, it's obliger, upholder, rebel, and questioner. I am an obliger, and I do, I meet external commitments pretty well because of external accountability, but internal commitments like my podcast, I don't do them so well unless I create systems of external accountability. So that is not really something I learned from work. It's something that was built into work because I tended to do okay at work and school. You know, I did okay (laughs) Uh at work at school, particularly school. Um, But then it's like doing my own thing. It's like, I can't get it together. And now that I've learned that about myself, that is one of the most valuable lessons I learned that has helped me on this side hustler entrepreneurial journey. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm only doing it for me, it's probably not going to happen. If I've told someone else I'm going to do it, we're much more likely. Exactly. Me too. Me too. I, you know, I have accountability buddies. I think I have three, (laughs) you know, like Uh how how many accountability, (laughs) like, you know, I'll probably end up becoming an accountability coach just so I can have people help me. (laughs) Right. Right, right, right. So, yeah. 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 So as you think about you know, what you're doing and how you're incorporating what you love mm-hmm. into your side hustle, what advice would you give someone who wants to figure out what is the right thing for me to do? Well, you know, for me, I am just going to share my experience because I am no guru, <laughs> but my experience <laughs> is like, it helped me to just start, you know, I had an uh-huh. idea and yes, do some research. I, you know, I did definitely, you know, did some research. I found um, like with pet sitting, I kind of modeled my pet sitting business um, after like another pet sitting business that's pretty successful. Actually in the West Coast, I think they're in the LA, I mean the California area. And, you know, so doing some research that helped me, but really it's like, you know, getting started. Um, And for somebody like me, now, some people are the opposite. They are like, right. they start and they're just like, oh, you know, they don't do any research. And, you know, so it's like <laughs> knowing who you are. So I think ultimately it's like knowing who you are and learning about yourself, you know. Um, and, you know, there are lots of one of the gifts of living in this country or, you know, is the there's just so many there's so many books and there's so many, you know, um, yeah. there's so much information. And I think it's helpful to ask if you know somebody that does this kind of work or know somebody that knows somebody, ask them what it's really like, or even Google, what is it yeah. really like to be a X, Y, Z, you know, uh-huh. you know, cause I think I didn't pay enough attention to the whole stamina part and what is really needed, you know, um, maybe right. it wouldn't have deterred me. I probably would have, I probably would need it to have do, to do it anyway, but, um, maybe that would have given me some pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, like just doing some research. Yes. And see if you can talk to people in that field, just like you would for a job. And, mm-hmm. but I think if you're like me, that can get it stuck in analysis, paralysis and perfectionism, just getting started. Now side hustles are great because I think I actually started my pet sitting business, not as a side hustle because of just my right. circumstance, but 
I think starting as a side hustle is the best way to start, honestly, you know, starting Mm -hmm. a business as a side hustle, because then it's like safer. You have your nine to five or whatever, you know, or your school or whatever that's giving you your income. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just one of the best ways to start, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. um, So I would, I would recommend it, even if for some reason you're independently wealthy, (laughs) you know, like I still think (laughs) going whole hog is like, you might not know until you know. (laughs) So, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So I know that you talked a lot about, you know, the things you learned about yourself from Mm -hmm. doing your pet sitting business. What else did you learn that you're using to focus yourself better this time around? Hmm. That's a very good question. Hmm. To think about that, I, I think that, you know, I think it's some of the stuff I've really talked to. I've already talked about, like how much I need mm-hmm. structure, how much I need mm-hmm. external accountability. Um, I, I did get before I, I got some coaching. You know, I got, I got, I had a coach, like group coaching, when I had mm-hmm. a pet sitting business, and I, I think, like, I was like, coaching is really having a coach or a mentor is really important. I think that's really important. Um, but I think this time around, I, I can get bogged down in the coaching, mentoring information part. And I'm seeing that, like, it's really about taking action for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and because I have such limited time, I'm better about taking action. I didn't, I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of that, like, you know, 2020 to 2022, you know, yeah. because I, I had the time, you know, quote, unquote. Right. Um, so I think using my time more wisely is a good lesson, but it's already built in because I have to use my time wisely because I only yeah. have like the weekend now, you know? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I am more focused this time around because I have less time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah. And I think like pod I'm seeing that podcasting is a natural fit for me I think like with Mm -hmm. pet sitting I I kind of like was like not really I kind of lived in la la land about who I am versus what pet sitting is you know what I mean Uh and I was like well I love pets but loving pets and wanting to care for them as a job two different things yeah you know two different things so I think I wasn't, yeah, I was in some denial about like who I am, you know, some people mm-hmm. are nurturers, whether it's pets or children, eh, I'm, I'm self-centered, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. And um, I much rather talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's knowing and accepting who I am, you know, and, and what is a good fit for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I hear a lot from people is that mm-hmm. they're afraid of ruining the thing they love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by attaching money to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I wonder if that might've been a little bit of what was going on with the pet sitting is that maybe that you tried too hard to attach money to yeah, it. Maybe, maybe with and your, also- your first go round. And that's a really good point. Um, sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. No. Um, I started looking and I say dogs because that's who I saw out in the street. 
And I started looking at dogs as like kind of like dollar signs a little bit, just kind of like, (laughs) you know, oh, maybe I can, you know, ways I can get them as clients. And I just want to enjoy the pets, you know what I mean? Right. you know, it's different with the podcast, but like as a pet sitter, it was like, oh, I make money from these, <laughs> from these uh-huh. pets. And so, yeah, that, that wasn't in, made me uncomfortable. Uh, me in particular, uh-huh. this is nothing, it's not, I have nothing right. against pet sitters. You know, um, I, you know, I love pet sitters. Oh, thank goodness for mm-hmm. them. But um, it just made me uncomfortable. So after a while, it was kind of weird. So yeah, yeah, I, I love just loving my pets and, you know, getting yeah. to know, because my podcast, I really feel is more like getting to know other people's pets, you know, and uh-huh. if money comes, it would be more from the human, like advertising, right. or like, you know, people supporting me, it was, it wouldn't be for caring from caring for the pet. Yeah. 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 And now you can just visit pets yes. when you want to, not, you. you know, on a strict schedule. That was the other thing. I would spend more time than I really should have, which with each pet, you know, because yeah. you're supposed to be on a schedule and, right. you know, I want to hang out with them and, you know, I'm like, oh, it's 30 minutes, you know? And so, yeah. I, and it was a lot. I gave a lot of myself. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it's best that I, I had not to be a pet sitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does seem like a real volume business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have to give this amount of time and this amount of time and that amount of time or else you're not going to earn a living. Exactly. Exactly. And then the other thing, me personally, I didn't want to walk dogs from a different household together. I wanted to, you know, yeah. I really believe, believed and believe in indi- individual walks. Like if you're from the same household, that's fine. But right. and again, that's my experience with my dogs. Like they, you know, they do well with themselves, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. um, some people like group walks because of the socialization aspect, mm-hmm. but my dog's a little divas, you know, like, you know, yeah. and <laughs> I think, so I really like, I believe in individual walks, especially in the city. I think it's different right. if it's a pack walk where you take them and they run around, that's different, but this was in the city. So I was like, you know, I don't, I see the dogs in the group and they're like five of them or three of them going to, and I was like, no, uh-huh. that's not going to work for me. And I, I, I don't feel like I could handle all those dogs, you know, so I wanted right. So, but that doesn't help your volume. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. So, yep. Another way. So, yeah, I, I learned. I learned, you know. And I think another thing I would say to anybody listening is um, I wasn't very good at looking at the numbers, you know, um, mm. looking at the numbers. I did somewhat, but I, you know, I, again, I kind of like, well, uh, money, you yeah. know, which is not <laughs> an attitude to have when. <laughs> Which is right. why I'm a side hustler again. Uh-huh. I can be like, <laughs> because I have my paycheck. If, yeah. you know, as a full-time business, like it's not like money has to be like, you know, right there in front of, you know, like looking at right. numbers is really important. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So it sounds like you really want to be a long-term side hustler. Like you want to keep that be. full-time job and you know, and do mm-hmm. the fun stuff on the side. Yeah, I'm, I might well be, like I said, like I might take it, have to take it down to a halftime job because of just time right. and, you know, exhaustion and getting old. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. um, I really think like I'm somebody that needs that external thing and that steady 
paycheck. You know what I mean? Like it just, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense to me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know? And the thing about it. Yeah. And I want to do what I want to do. It's not what it's advised. They're like, look at the market and look at your target audience and look at, but because I'm in my target audience, I'm a pet mom and, you know, I want to sell the kind of t-shirts I want to sell. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. Again, this is not business advice for the ages, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Um, But I'm like, I want to have shirts to say pets or people do. And I want to have the shirts that look the way they look and, you know, show, yes, I'll tweak things. Like if my audience wants me to tweak things, I'm happily going to tweak things for my audience. But I'm not going to tweak stuff for like the random market, you know, um, you know, show. So that means... I need to have my steady paycheck, you know, so, yeah. 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 And, you know, doing print on demand really does minimize a lot of the financial (laughs) risk for selling products. Exactly. Exactly. So because you don't want to buy, you know, too many smalls and not enough larges. And then you've got all these smalls sitting in your garage needing to be sold. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's print on demand is great. Like if only I can get the dog stuff, but yeah, I'll look into bandanas at least. Um, like, cause I don't think cats wear bandanas and that's the other thing because they say niche down, you should niche down Mm -hmm. and you know, so I should only focus on dogs, but I just really feel like I refuse to exclude cats. I refuse. I refuse. I like cats. I refuse. I have dogs. My wife is allergic, so we don't have cats, but I like cats. Uh-huh. I refuse to exclude cats. So <laughs> again, is it the best thing to do for the market? I will not exclude cats. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, you I, have I like to that. also do the right thing for you. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, hopefully a few people will come along. I don't need to be viral, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, people have different goals for their life, you know, and success means different things to different people. And the other thing I would suggest to people, like, you know, what does success look like for you? You know, for some people Mm -hmm. is having a really thriving million dollar business, you know, for me, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I love that. And I think that is, you know, some of the most important advice that someone could get. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. You know, what makes sense for you and your family? And you might not know until you try, you know, and yeah. that's okay. Yep. Because the path to success is never a straight line. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you watched the show, The Good Place, but. Oh, I used to. I haven't watched Jeremy it in a while. Baramy, you know, uh, have you seen that, you know, the time is, is not a straight line. It's a Jeremy Barramy. So things come back around and overlap that's, with each other. That's, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, I, that's a really good way of putting it. You know, it's not linear at all. And yeah. I feel like I learn so much about myself, you know, um, um, in this process. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. a great. Okay. Part, yeah. yeah. So your podcast is called Chi Chi's Furry Friends. Your Chi Chi's Furry is... Friends show. <laughs> Sorry, Chi Chi's Furry Friends show. Mm-hmm. The store is Chi Chi's Furry Friends store. Mm-hmm. So where do we find you online? 
So you can, and I'll also give you my email because I really love direct contact with people. Um, and I'm old, proudly. <laughs> I keep saying I'm old, I'm 43, but you know, you yeah. know. Um, um, so I, I was, I, you know, I was one of the people when I was young, like when email was a thing, you know, getting an email was awesome. So yes, I claim that. Um, so you can email me at chichi at chichi chichis furry friends.com so chichi at chichis furry friends.com and you can also find me on social media on instagram and facebook at chichis furry friends maybe one day i'll get on tiktok like i have a tiktok account that i don't <laughs> use but find uh -huh. me on instagram and a facebook at chichis furry friends and you can email me well, sometimes when we're old TikTok seems weird and hard to do. <laughs> I know, I know. I do have a friend though who is older than me. He has 2.2 million million followers on TikTok. Wow. I, some people got it together. Like I'm like, how did yep. you do that? <laughs> I'm still figuring out Instagram. <laughs> but, so yes. So oh. yeah, email me. Chichisfurryfriends.com. Right. And um, and also I will say if anybody's interested in merch. Enter the cold code pet friend and to get 10% off. Nice. Yes. We always love a discount. Yes. Pet friend. P-E-T-F-R-I-E-N-D. <laughs> pet friend. All right. And yes. your podcast is on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube? Yes. 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 All right. I'm going to also put it on Google Podcasts and Stitcher probably. But for now, those are those are where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see my yeah. face, see the pets if you watch <laughs> it on YouTube and you can uh -huh. hear it. Yeah. 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 Yep. You can listen in the car. You can listen we, in the car. You need to. Don't exactly. watch in the car, please. <laughs> yes. Do, do not go on YouTube in the car, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. I had a ton of fun learning from you and I am excited about your podcast because it sounds like a lot of fun to listen to. Yes. And thank you so much for asking me um, to come on here. I had a great time as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was awesome. Chi Chi has offered us a special deal for all the listeners of this episode. If you go to chichisfurryfriends.com and use the code PETFRIEND, P-E-T-F-R-I-E-N-D, you can get 10% off anything you purchase. And know what the market really wants. You know, Chi Chi started her online store mainly as merch for her pet sitting business, but then she grew it to give more people more things that they want and need for their pets. And finally, just start. Finally, if you liked this episode, please share it with your friends, rate and review it in your podcasting app. I'm also looking to put together a Q&A episode in the future so I can really address the questions that you have about growing your side hustle. So shoot me a voice message using the voice messaging option or send me an email at jennifer at jennifer-roland.com. And I'll put that email address in the show notes so you don't have to try to remember it. Thanks again for joining us. To talk to you next week. Our top takeaway.